cold open time. Who's got? It's not gonna have anything. I, the or, Miami Connection thing could have been one, unless unless you have one, Nick. Uh, no, it was gonna be like it's uh it's cold outside. That's a cold open. I opened the door and it was cold. Get um, the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> That's I guess I guess we're done with the cold opens because it's well, already like I hope they, they, they have fucking drowned in a desert, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about cold opens, we've already discussed this, is it they just have it has to happen organically while we're talking. You can't be it, it's like going to the bar and it's like, oh, you're a comedian? Tell me a joke right now. Uh-huh. It's just like well, you, you can't just be like cold open, go. You did the cold part. I'll do the open part. Nice. Uh, okay. I was at this store and a woman opened her legs. I don't know. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And then I bought some bread. And yeah. she gave me some sloppy top in the frozen food aisle. <laughs> yeah, it was cold. <laughs> she gave me some cold cut toppy sloppy. Oh, cold cut toppy sloppy. <laughs> In the deli section. I don't know about She's, that flavor of Ben and Jerry's. <laughs> she sat on the frozen peas for an hour, and then she opened her legs. That's a cold open. Podcast so start. S- steam. I don't steam like was any of this. Out. None of this is, this is awful. None of this is usable. No, it's not. Don't put any of this in. Oh, I'll I know what could be usable okay. is. And I. Uh, so, what about uh, Rango on chain? Ding. Rango Unchained is good. What was Rango Unchained? Rango Just Unchained was that it's got a similar. My idea for uh, redoing Django, but just having the characters from Rango, the same story as Django Unchained, <laughs> but the comedic style and characters from Rango. Maybe we <laughs> should just go back to the grocery store jokes. <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe this is the end. I was thinking we could open with we could do a you know as an homage to. The return of the one of the best shows on television. We could do like a Sex in the, Sex City? In the City style podcast <laughs> opening. Guys, uh, like I'm with her. I just learned about this crazy <laughs> thing on the internet. It's called gender. What <laughs> is it? <laughs> called <laughs> masturbation? Do you guys ever they, masturbate? They make like have the you, most have obvious you ever like, masturbated. Disgusting. Yeah, I jerk off on the train. That's why they call it the J train. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's literally one of the jokes. And then and then oh, Bobby okay. Lee's character is like, oh, and the A train stands for anal. Nice, dude. And then when you yeah, bust, when you jizz on the train, it's called the J shot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the J shot. There you go. And then if you yeah. ride around topless, it's called the B train for boobs. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was just gonna say like that. That's where I'm. That's where my brain went with like how if he actually made like A train is anal, they just go through. They're like, see, it's the cum train. It's the dildo train. The dildo. It's the erection train. <laughs> it's the fuck train. <laughs> yeah, fuck train. It's the, it's the, the, the train. entire alphabet. It's the it's the guck train. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, are we man. all trying to figure H out what the next the letter hymen is? Hymen train. Okay. <laughs> hymen train. Okay. All right. Let's let's do it. Okay. I, I is... is the eyeball train. The incest train. Incest. Oh, do we both say that at the same time? Yeah. J. We already got J. J we train. got J. K. Four. Okay. Uh, this is getting a lot harder. Kermit train. Kermit, <laughs> Kermit train. <laughs> For people. Who are into puppet play? <laughs> no, there's uh, 
cook we'll train. Because C was already cuck, taken, so the they got to they got to like cook, 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 cook. Oh well, yeah, it's cold uh, in there. That's cold. the cold open. Okay. Uh, there's something Plus. else for K. There's gotta be, but <laughs> making love. L is nude, for nude train. L is for L is for love train. Les- That's lesbian. where oh, like yeah. lesbian. Train. It's like actual lesbian train. Oh, lesbian. Okay, we'll go there. M is for man train, of course. Or man train. I think milf train's good, too. Or mandingo train. (laughs) (laughs) N is for nubile train. Oh, okay. That's a nude. Nude? Nubiles, yeah, okay. Orgasm train. Orgasm train. The corn train. Corn train. (laughs) The corn train. What about pussy train? The queef train. Pussy train's good. Queef, queef train. Uh, Are we on cue? The queef train. Yeah, the uh, rape uh, train. I was trying to think of something other than that. We're just the, killing all of our cold opens. We're killing them all. The, the rim are train. Into, like, what about the rim train? Rim, rim job train. Rim train. Yeah. Okay, it's just there you kind of rim train though. Like cons- I'm talking about consensual, like like like, like fantasy stuff. Yeah, sure. Yeah. The C train is the consensual train. S is the skeet train. <laughs> yep, skeet train. The saliva is the train. The teat train. The teat train. The teat yeah. train. The uvula train. Nice. Or the uterus train. <laughs> or oh, the uterus train. Like that. where, yeah. The uterus train followed immediately by the vagina. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's where uh, you, that's vulva train. Vulva or vagina. Yeah. Okay. Or, yeah. W is. This uh, is the Wiener's cold open. <laughs> the, the Will Wheaton train. The Will Wheaton. <laughs> yeah, we just throw that one in there. Just that guy pounds. <laughs> yeah. He's taking X that train to Pound Town. That's final destination for him is Pound Town. The X train. It's yeah. just, or the XXX it's X, train. Yeah. X train, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, or that. The, the Yes train. <laughs> yeah. Because we love consent here. Yes. That there will be duds. Yeah. <laughs> and the zoophilia train. Oh, okay. Ended on a high note. <laughs> Wait, did we go through all... We did A. Did we... We did B. We missed K. We missed K. Well, yeah, we weren't was sure the what only to do one with that The Klondike train. The dyke train. For the, Inuit porn? Uh, <laughs> K sex words. I'm Googling this. Okay, all right. Uh... Kabuki? K-Y. <laughs> the Kabuki. <laughs> Ku, Kubaki. Yeah. Uh, we got, ooh, we got K- K-Hole. That's more of like a drug thing. We got uh, Kielbasa. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. ketamine train. It's the ketamine the kink. train. Kink. The kink train. Kink. Oh, oh the my god. Kink it's train. right there. Oh okay. my god. That, that can't okay, be the cool. Now we, we can start the show. Missed, we completely missed it. That's how do we? Okay, so we got to go through the alphabet how again. How do we think yeah. of, yeah. of Zoophilia train before we think of kink train? <laughs> It's almost like there's... It's like thinking like, too hard. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. Um, okay, let's never do cold opens again. Let's go back <laughs> yeah. to the old format. <laughs> All right. Bing, bing. It's familiar, but not too oh. familiar. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not even the theme song anymore. Yeah, I know. I don't know the new one, though. I mean, I know it's different, but... Don't. No, no. <laughs> they didn't... Is All it just right. me, or they, they didn't age well at all? Like, the Sex in the City women... They all look like shit. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Let's start. Did she almost ran for governor of New York? The rest of them are. The rest of them are okay. Good for her. She like she ran for governor, and then I'm pretty sure there's a scene where she just gets like fingered in a kitchen by that Che Diaz character. Oh yeah, dude. 
Like yeah, you were almost a, a, yeah. a governor. Is that a th- that's yeah, right. thing that a woman in her like fifties as a governor candidate would still do? Fucking finger yeah, blast me like, in the probably. kitchen. It's like an episode probably. of X rated V. What do you anyway, let's, what do you let's, think? There's they're getting they're get like they're all horned up. There's there's opportunity and she's just gonna go, No. I'm a candidate for governor. You can't finger me in the kitchen. <laughs> I have boundaries. You gotta I go would, to the bedroom. I would hope so. I mean, she could get canceled nah. for that. If it gets out, if it gets leaked that she got fucking finger blasted in a kitchen, to... I think she'd be canceled. If my governor <laughs> isn't willing to be finger blasted in the I'm kitchen, here. I'm not voting Co-host. for her. <laughs> TJ. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. It, it, sorry, TJ. Let's do intro. <laughs> Jeez. I guess uh, I guess I don't we, know why we're still talking about this. <laughs> I think that yeah, based on this reaction, I don't think TJ would be on any he, TJ would never take the train. <laughs> <laughs> the only train I want to take is the train P to film podca- town. The P for podcast. Yeah, let's do it. Film. This is There Will Be Duds. I'm your co-host, TJ, a.k.a. J-Spot Jack Keys, and with me as always. As always, I'm Nick, a.k.a. Dr. Funk on Twitch. You sound as so always. defeated. And with me as always. Just, as always. I want to talk about the movie. As always, I'm Travis, a.k.a. The Super General, a.k.a. Avid... Uh, train Rider. Avid Train Rider. <laughs> You're the Francois Bourgeois of <laughs> Sex in the City. <laughs> I fucking love that dude, too. That's great. I love that dude. I have a GoPro on all the whole time. <laughs> like, tonight we say goodbye to my f- to one of my favorite models of train. Yeah. Dick. The what? Vulva Train. <laughs> what's, what's the one? It's like dit, bu- Dick Butt Kiss or something. It's one of the... Dick my butt train. Awesome. <laughs> I, think the last I don't know if you guys know who we're talking about, but this guy's awesome. No, he's yeah, the, the, fucking. He's like a train British. kid. Yeah, yeah, that guy fucking rules. <sighs> um, All right, and with it, us as always, uh, as always, kind of um, as a special guest, but kind of more as like a co-host. Recurring, at this point. recurring, uh, yeah, recurring stand. Oh. I am uh, special Are as in uh, me? chromosome special. Um, I, my name is Deeks. <laughs> A.K.A. Moose, uh, and with me as always is the host TJ, who's not here anymore. Uh, oh, we nice, we wasted dude. all of our time of TJ's internet <laughs> not being out talking about sex trains, and literally yeah. as soon as we get into the podcast, I mean, you know, what the fuck? That is, I think I am that's, still recording, but okay, we, that's uh, I don't know. I think that's kind of like poetic. A good use of time, to be honest. Like. <laughs> All right, you're back. Uh, All right. How was the train? Dagan, did you do your intro? It was cool. Did you do your intro? <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah. I think that okay. like, you could make a podcast just on sex trains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you maybe could, but... We got a million dollar that, idea here. That's not this podcast. <laughs> we right. watched a fucking movie sure this did. week. It was called uh, Midnight Meat Train. <laughs> It's called uh, <clears throat> It's called Rango from 2011, directed by Gore Verbinski, and it follows a chameleon who goes by the name of Rango. I'll just, I'll say that um, as he kind of uh, 
fakes his way into becoming the sheriff of a a it's in the present day but it's stylized like an old west thing so he becomes a sheriff of like this old west town it's all animals it's all uh animated obviously um and then finds out that uh maybe the his role and the the sort of mystery that he's stumbling into is a little too big for his britches um and yeah that's that's a plot summary um it's kind of like the matrix off. it's kind of like the matrix if you really think I was about okay it. I was going to say really I was under the influence uh when I watched this movie nice uh okay. and like there's there's this part where they have their with all the moles and the bats and stuff and rain goes on the back of this bat or whatever or no he's he's tied up he's like tied up and he's being drugged behind a bat right yeah, yeah, yeah. Then there's yep. like this explosion, and he's like in midair, and he goes, he's gonna like land on a bat, and I like in my head, and I almost, I like almost verbalized. I was so close to verbalizing it, which was weird, but I was like, he is the one, and I was like thinking, like <laughs> the whole thing is like he's basically Mr. Magoo, but at the same time, everything he does he's is like Mr. perfect for the situation, even when he His- fucks up. You know, it's very, like, cartoonish or whatever, but, like, yeah, I was, like, the only way this movie works out is if he is the one for, like, <laughs> the lizard it, one. Well, it's kind of, like, as we learn, as we watch the movie, it is kind of a, if you want to think of the, the western town as the Matrix and the mayor as, I don't know if he's, he's a, he's a hybrid of Smith and Morpheus, because he kind of tells, he kind of tells Rango that it's, like, you're the sheriff now. You're going to be the one that you you get to save us. But it's like by design because there's like there's so many other sheriffs before him. It's like this like artificial role that he has that ultimately like he finds out is like kind of meaningless in the grand scheme of things. But also he saves the day anyway. I don't know. I guess I, it's not as close to the Matrix as I thought it was. But I think on a surface level, it's kind of similar. Not Yeah, not story wise. It's not similar. But like... <laughs> Like his character, when, what, yeah. I mean, when he sees the actual like human city of Las Vegas, that's him awakening the outside the Matrix. That's that's him yeah. getting pulled out of his pod. Yeah, that's him getting flushed. Oh, yeah. he literally got flushed. That is true. That's true. Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Or maybe, um, or maybe his life inside his little cage was the Matrix. Yeah. And then once oh. that got out, he got flushed, and then he saw the real world around him. Yeah, s- somewhere in there. <laughs> um, and there's guns. I'll tell you, actually, the what the, what the what the mayor like has to be a reference to. There's no way it's not because also the story is very similar to this movie. Um, but John Houston in Chinatown, it's like the exact same story as this movie, pretty much. Minus, uh, it's it's modern day, but it's literally like John Houston is this like. Hollywood mogul who is literally like controlling the water supply in LA and um, just the way that that Ned Beatty's character the the tortoise like acts it's it's very very like John Houston in in that I can't remember his character's name but yeah it's kind of Mad Max-ish too like I, I mean it's it's obviously before Fury Road but it's like same thing like one person controls the water 
than everyone else kind of oh yeah that too you know yeah. a little bit yeah I, and i was gonna say i wanted to say since you mentioned that the action how he's like clumsy it, it reminded me a lot of i actually thought during that same the like bat mole chase thing uh it reminded me a lot of uh of shane black's movies because i love the action in his movies like um not as much like lethal weapon but like kiss kiss bang bang or the nice guys or even iron man 3 like the climaxes to all those movies is literally just like the main characters like falling and tripping their way into like saving the day and that's pretty much all that rango did until the until like you know he actually he had his moment i mean he still kind of did like run around a lot but he like stood his ground at the end you know yeah, it's, it's Mr. Magoo. He's like falling yeah. and also, but falling is the thing that he does. I love the, what he does that he's good at. When the bats, whenever yeah. they crash, they have like tiny explosions like their airplanes. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I noticed, noticed that. that too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have no idea why, but I thought that was funny. Yeah. Yeah. There's uh, a lot of it shit was, It was a... I was going to say, there's a lot of stuff in here that I'm just like, I don't know why I'm laughing at that, but it's just, it's that's just comedy gold. It's a, it was a very funny movie. It was very dark also like yeah there's yeah. a lot of dark how... implications and like there's some there it's definitely one of there's those movies death. that has like jokes that only adults would get in the theater if they brought their kids there's a lot of that see yeah my favorite one was like at the very end when there's st- i don't know i th- i'm assuming this was intended to be a joke but uh-huh. when they're in the water tank as it's filling up rango and beans uh, beans Beans. They're in the water can, and like, uh, he like has the bullet in his teeth, and he's like, "This is Plan B." Yeah. And then they kiss, and like, she like accidentally eats it, and he just says, "You just swallowed Plan B." Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, he's like make that connection." Okay. See, was- we were just talking about the House of Flying Daggers episode, and like when you said beans, all I could think about is like the twenty minute. Like, oh yeah. <laughs> Divergent the divergence that we took to talk about flicking the beans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the, the script is very funny. There's mm-hmm. there's a lot of like double entendres and like I don't know, the 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 dialogue is very clever. Um in, in the way that old westerns are. That's why I like this movie so much, is because it's like it's an animated movie from uh, ten years ago that feels other than it's like animals, it feels like an old Western or like very similar to it, just with a kind of a a different kind of main character, obviously. Well, yeah, right. they even have Tim- Timothy Oliphant as like Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Like it's, it does a really good job. He does a really good f- job as, yeah. I remember the first time I watched this, I, I thought it was Clint Eastwood. But yeah, like, I, I mean, too. now knowing it, I'm like, well, it's obviously Timmy, Timothy Oliphant. Timmy Ali. Like, Timmy, Timmy Alley, yeah. I the yeah, whole- his 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 uh cameo was pretty cool. The only thing that was like kind of slightly a bummer, it's a very small bummer, but um no bummer. It has like such a stacked voice cast and that I was feel ju- what I was just going to say. <laughs> and they but they're all doing basically just like Mexican American accents. Uh, so I like mean, the, the armadillo was uh, like, oh, that was Alfred Molina. I I literally couldn't tell. Same with like a lot of oh. the other. I just I couldn't tell that it was like, oh, that's I. Because usually when you have a voice actor like in a voice something in a cartoon, usually I guess 
because like Steven Root was in this movie too. And mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. I couldn't tell. Again, maybe it's because I've seen the movie before because I know, but I like don't agree at all. Except like Isla Fisher uh sounds really different. Yeah, she um, kills that. She, yeah. She, yeah, she puts on like a crazy yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good accent. But like I think everybody is incredible. I don't think I'm not saying they're bad. I'm not saying no, they're I bad. I'm saying they're like underutilized. Like, like I couldn't recognize any of their voices. I it's funny because I actually thought it was I thought oh, one of you guys was gonna like bring up a kind of a counterpoint um that I noticed this time <laughs> because Steven Root voices Merrimack, the one that drowns in the desert and they oh. like find his body. And then he also voices the Doc. the rabbit. Doc. Yeah. yeah. Um Which is and, a Bugs Bunny reference, I'm assuming. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Um and they find Merrimack dead, Stephen Root's character dead. And then like in that same scene, the Jackrabbit like comes up and like he says something. It's the same voice. And at like for a second I was like, wait, is he alive again? I forgot if that's like a joke or something. And it's not. But I was like, is that like misleading or but I don't know. So like I because I knew that that was both of those were Stephen Root that it kind of like messed oh, me up it. i guess i think that and was probably oh. stanton's in it and i just i didn't i didn't find i didn't hear him at all i think that would be the point huh. is to like or that was the point was to have him pronounce himself dead pretty much oh that's okay. a pretty funny joke yeah i guess i i kind of yeah i think i'm gonna push back on nick here i i i know what you're saying um but it's kind of like i almost like that i it's yeah that like, that they put on something so it's not just like i'm not like um sometimes with like animation like if it's somebody that's like you know like chris pratt and the new mario movie (laughs) you know everybody says like his voice is so good it's so it's gonna kill you know but like i know that all i'm gonna see when i see mario is chris pratt the entire movie i can't i'm not gonna be able to picture picture anything else so like having i guess having a talented cast where they can like kind of disguise who they are is kind of cool but yeah, yeah you do I, kind of want to like i i can see what you you mean where you want to like kind of tie it to somebody that you like you enjoy or you like yeah 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 i uh i think like voice actors people who are primarily voice actors um like that's what they do with their career like for instance uh christopher sure. sabbath who's the voice director for the english dub of dragon ball z he voices like half of that cast but like each character is like distinct and like different also he said um, my name right oh yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and yeah and, 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 and steven name. root is also one of those voice actors that's that's very versatile in that way i'm not mm. i'm not saying that any of it was bad i just i knew that there was like a great voice cast and i couldn't pick them out and I'm a dumb baby for not being able to do that. <laughs> okay, yeah, I agree with that. No, I know, I know what you're saying. I'm <laughs> but just, it's the movie's I, fault. The counter, yeah, yeah. I think the counterpoint to that is that, like, instead of having a tie to a specific, you know, because it's like you're watching The Revenant okay. and stuff. You're like, okay, that's Leo. Like, I know that's Leo who's in the movie, and it's it is kind of nice to have that like separation get, okay. of like it makes it's the clicking. characters yeah. like individual from the actors. If that makes sense. I, I understand what you mean, especially with like fun like animation. You kind of it kind of does help sometimes to like tie it to somebody that you are familiar like, with. 
like Wreck It Ralph and John C. Riley. That's like the perfect it's yeah. like <laughs> animation versus like the guy who's doing the voice, and it's like, oh yeah, that I can see that visual match. <laughs> it's actually funny because like the one person in the cast you would think would put on like some weird goofy accent from this cast, Johnny Depp, doesn't really. He just kind of talks like he. There's, yeah, he has a, a little, little bit of an bit, affectation, a little he, bit, but it's not. He does that a crazy. voice, which I I really like. Like I really like his performance in this. Um, I think it uh, it it's he's he's very Don Nazi. That's who Rango reminds me of. Um, yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, and I was I was watching this and like we watched uh Nightmare on Elm. Well, I guess we didn't watch the one that he was in for the show, but I Put watched that, that one. Cup, by the way, and then like. You said Don Which one? Nazi. Goes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who'd you guys think I was talking about? That actor guy? <laughs> I was talking about Hitler's dad. Don Nazi. <laughs> Hitler's dad. Don Nazi. <laughs> so he got the name. I don't know why. A German guy named Don is like the funniest thing to me in the world. <laughs> It's it's Don. like D A H N. Yeah. Don. Yeah. Um uh Ghost to Mr. Chicken. Put that in the cup. Oh, For sure. Oh, yeah, 100%. yeah. Absolutely. Great movie. Yeah, I'll write that down. Yeah. Um I can get my grandma to tune in. Well, She'd love that. Yeah, I'm gonna oh. watch it on VHS for sure. <laughs> uh I I put the the note that I put is that like my person like the depth bell curve. Because I remember like Pirates came out like early two thousands and it was like he was everywhere. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, I thought I was like, yeah, giant Depp, He's great. He's, he's awesome. And then like, after a few years, it started to wane. And then like, and I, I'm saying I kind of fell with the general crowd where it's like, okay, Johnny Depp, stop doing wacky characters. Stop being in. Ev- oh, and I'm not saying I'm, I'm going to like, now that I like watch this again, I'm going to go out and watch like the Lone Ranger or the tourist <laughs> or something like that. But like, I just remember kind of falling off of like the wagon being like, okay, dude, you're kind of played out just, the, but now like I'm kind of back on it. Like, uh, I haven't watched it since we started the show, but you know, thinking about pirates again and watching this again, I really liked him in the first nightmare on Elm street. Um, I'm like, I'm, I just, I really like Johnny Depp and I really do like how good of like a character actor he is. And like, I think that he, I just I was tying that back into me saying that I really like his performance in this. Saying yeah, um, I'm talking about Don Nazi. Yes, Don Nazi. Yeah, that's how he got off track. That's right. I, he also that... reprises his role as Raoul Duke. Yeah. Oh yeah. From Fear and oh, Loathing. Yeah. Oh yeah, that little would, like, yeah. cameo they had when he splatted on the windshield. Yeah, it's pretty right. good. I I was very happy with that. I, I thought you would be. There's um. Like two hours be- before I watched this movie, uh, I was scrolling. I think it was Instagram, and there was like a video of Johnny Depp sitting in a chair in a room with like a glass of whiskey, with a guy behind him wearing a mask and everything. And, he- and Johnny Depp wasn't making masks. That was the I only point that out because that was the entire comment section was a politic political politicization politic. Oh, Pol- politicalization. Of, um, mask yeah, and... Yeah. Of masking. Yeah. But 
to me that like it, I didn't <clears throat> care about any of that, but he was like having his hair done and he's drinking a glass of whiskey, listening to like his own music, and he's like sitting in the chair like <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> sweet <laughs> and just like pimp absolute pimp zoning out yeah <laughs> and that's obviously funny. it's like some kind of publicist like record like filming him with his own phone to like upload it and i was just like oh okay okay well yeah i mean I don't we don't have I to get too far into movie. it but i know johnny depp as a as an actor has kind of had a few setbacks over the last few years yeah. yeah, but well, then I yeah. think he was kind of like vindicated and all of that, and people are like, actually, maybe mm-hmm. Johnny mm-hmm. was the victim of abuse. Maybe kind of yeah. semi-publicly, but not professionally, because Amber Heard is still like not canceled, and he is by like yeah, videos which at least is lame. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he <laughs> got kicked lame. out of like the Harry Potter movie, mm-hmm. which honestly, right. with J.K. Rowling's shit, might be a better career move for him. <laughs> 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 that's true yeah he's like yeah. be mad at her instead <laughs> um oh okay go ahead i you, well you i was just just gonna say you guys were talking about um the adult themes in this mm-hmm. and i was thinking it's not quite like shrek where shrek feels like a kid's movie with like little adult jokes in it I feel like this is more an adult movie with like I, kid stuff in it. Like that's kind of like to appeal like yeah. oh it's animation and mm-hmm. it's goofy stuff but like it feels like an adult like animated movie. Yeah. I, I would agree. 100% agree. And I think that's why that movie's this movie is stuck with me for so long because like it it's chi- you know there's like burp jokes and like right. you yeah. know there is stuff for kids. Um, but yeah, it feels very like mature for a Nickelodeon movie. Like there's whole, very, I mean, he's the only color in the whole, like visually color. The whole movie is yeah, that too, so yeah. Like, yeah. dull looking. Yeah. The, so that like, scene yeah. when they're like, uh, I don't know, they make like a prostate joke and then they go on with it for yeah. like oh, a good yeah. minute and <laughs> yeah, then it ends right. with the doctor putting a glove on like that. <laughs> Yeah, and then yeah, and he's like, he's like, his valve's that. broken or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and he comes in and he's like, who needs a checkup or whatever? And then it cuts to that one little like, to- horn toad dude, and he's yeah. looking like the gloved hand is in the foreground still, like with the pointer finger like extended, and you see the guy, the horn toad in the background. And he's like, what exactly? <laughs> are we going to do like you think that he's going to ask about <laughs> yeah, the glove right. finger <laughs> but no, right. like, it's yeah. so good i was laughing so hard yeah that's and so then good. there's the other one when um i think they're making a plan or something and i think he refers to a, a like a diagram as a mammogram yeah that's yeah, yeah. that's another yeah. one uh, no I, just another joke that i i found really funny is Rango's talk? They're sitting around a campfire, and and Rango's talking about something, and then he like pulls his shirt up. I think he says it's like a scar, but it's his belly button. That's yeah. like the dude. The dude like messes with it, and he's like, 
that there's a belly button. That is yeah. my favorite joke of this whole movie. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I cried when I first saw that, and like I laughed pretty hard every time after because it's so like yeah. he's telling this really end up story, and he's like, "Yep, th- that snake bit me right here. I got the scar to show it." And he lifts up his shirt, and you just see a belly button. And the dude next to him puts his finger in his belly button, like pulls out some lint, and he's like, "That there's a belly button." And then it just goes on. Like nobody comments about that. Going, yeah. Nobody says yeah. anything. So it's like the fact that they're like, "Wait, that's a belly button, not a scar," or the fact that he just fingered yeah. his belly button yeah they just keep moving yeah. on like, uh, i just i laugh yeah, so hard think too much about that <laughs> yeah i was dying it's i so say good. that i say that so much like I've, since that movie came out i I say that there's a belly button about a lot of <laughs> sweet okay the thing i i kept i kept wanting to to mention is did there is a part um and uh did any of you guys think of avengers our avengers at it where it's when it's when Rango first meets Beans and she's talking about like her dad's ranch and then he like grabs a jar because he's like looking oh. for water and he starts oh, to drink yep. it and she's like, That's his ashes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, Is this what yeah. you wanna be? Drinking your d- granddad out of a cup? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's funny that he's like that when is. he tastes it, he's like, Oh, it's spicy. Yeah. <laughs> but then spicy. the joke ends up being it's his cigarette butt ashes. Yeah. Which is Oh yeah, good subversion. Yeah. yeah, I wrote when the movie ended. I think I like the whole movie, but I think the third act of this movie is perfect. I fucking love the final like 30, 40 minutes of this movie. It's so fucking good, and I could just be because I'm a sucker for westerns and like western tropes, western movie tropes. Um. But, like, Rattlesnake Jake and An is fucking awesome. Yeah. I think I think Rattlesnake Jake is the best character in the movie. As much as I love Rango, um, I I absolutely love Bill Nighy's voice. Like, he, he sounds like Bill Nighy, but he changes it a little bit. He, yeah. he kind of slows it down a little uh-huh. bit. Um, and every goddamn line that Rattlesnake Jake has in there is, is fucking great like i uh and then it's it's a really simple but it's like you know he shows up and he exposes rango rango has the the like vision with the the spirit of the west and then he figures out what's going on comes back the standoff with rattlesnake jake is awesome the cinematography in that scene is great like it's again it's set up it's it's very it follows a lot of like western movie uh tropes and whatever but i think it's so good and i just love the character of rattlesnake jake yeah and like I, I love that he like has this like code and like as soon as rango bests him he's like All yeah right, it's a begrudging fuck acknowledgement this, fuck this yeah yeah i th- um, yeah i thought that like just even the character design of Rattle- rattlesnake jake was great he's got like a tiny little uh, mustache yeah yeah um <laughs> and the machine gun having, rattle like, tail yeah, instead of having a tail, he's got a machine gun. Yeah, His eyes good. are, like, fucking incredible, which is another thing that we should touch on is, like, for... I think this was 2011? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's a very um, visually stunning movie. Right. Like, I mean, not necessarily really well. the characters all the time, but, like, some of the scenery stuff is, like, if you remove, like, the animated characters out of it, it would be hard to tell between, like 
you know, like a Planet Earth documentary or something. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Like when they're going and through you, the... It's crazy. Like the underground, uh, like, path tunnelways or whatever. And they have, like, that wide shot of them stepping. It kind of looks like Lord of the Rings almost. Oh, yeah. yeah. That looks... Really I cool. thought of Lord of the Rings, too. They're, like, hopping over the little gap. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like... I got, yeah. like, big, big uh, Mad Max <laughs> vibes when they were doing the, the initial, like, they got the water from the moles and then the bats and, like, the bat chase with the moles and, like, all of that, like, through the mm-hmm. the desert. Uh, I know you mentioned cinematography. Did you see who was the cinematographer for this movie? Was it Roger Deakins? It's Roger Deakins. That's what I thought, yeah. Which I, I read that, that and I'm like, but this this is an animated movie. Like, my brain has problems, like, processing, like, how you convert, like, cinematography in, like, physical spaces to cinematography in, like, three-dimensional spaces. Obviously, Roger Deakins knows what he's doing because the, the film was very, very like you said that sort of realistic quality slash like epic quality of like the action set pieces it's uh, yeah roger deakins knows what he's doing but it's just funny Mm -hmm. to see his name on an animated movie when it's just like he usually does i mean he did like blade runner 2049 he did like Mm -hmm. no country for old men bunch of every brother shit actually i think he's done it's like ever since i don't know if he's if he started with like blood simple but Whichever one he started with, I'm pretty sure he's done, like, every single one except for, like, one or two. Looks like, I think, Barton Fink. First of okay. 12 collaborations with the Coens. Jeez. Yeah. And he did 1917, which was a more recent one oh, that was wow. very good, yeah. very well shot. Um, no, Yeah, Roger Deakins is the man. The stuff with Rattlesnake. Keyword <laughs> shot. When he first, like, comes <laughs> in, and, like, as soon as he comes in, he just starts ripping apart rango and it gets like super serious yeah. and like almost really sad because he's just like tearing him apart and rango's like yeah yeah it's true and it's like it gets it gets really real and i i, I think that's why like i love how i love like the juxtaposition of when rattlesnake jake first shows up and he just dresses down rango and just rango walks away in shame and, you know he's like he thinks he's done and then when like rango comes back and it's like the complete opposite and rattlesnake jake's like all right i'm gonna fucking kill him this time yeah and he's like He's like, what is, I think Rango's like, put her down. And he's like, oh, what are you going to do? Shoot me? And he goes, that's just about the size of it. And then you see Rattlesnake Jake kind of like, for a second, like, oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> he's react. changed. Yeah. He, well, he, yeah. Because like, that's sort of a, a setup earlier is just like, he like looks him in the eyes and he's like, you don't have the eyes for it. And then he, he and makes then, him like put the gun in his face yeah and then like he like, comes back and actually does it and i feel like you can see rattlesnake jake's eyes like dilate just a little bit and he like he's like oh, okay you you've come back a different lizard yeah like you're 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 yeah, legit now yeah because there's the part where he finally like he he gets him and he, he's like pointing the gun at him and he's like he says to him he's like you ain't got killer in you and he's like he says like just try me or something like that and that's where rattlesnake jake is like okay i i concede yeah <laughs> pretty much <laughs> the scene rattlesnake jake when he's uh like he wraps beans up and the mayor's yeah. like don't kill her or whatever and then he like slithers towards the mayor and is like let me do my job and then like goes back around and like knocks the desk over or whatever like that mm-hmm. scene is so tough i fucking love that yeah I just, I just, I love everything about Rattlesnake Jake. Like you said, like the character design, every line he has, and I like his, his, his like little arc. 
Right. Um, yeah. I thought it was really cool how they had the like uh, thing of how his heart was like in a chest, and they had to. Like, <laughs> I was. Go- <laughs> I also noted that it's a pirates reunion because it's yeah. it's Johnny Depp versus Bill Nighy. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> and oh, is that? Uh, and Gore Verbinski. Yeah. You better you better believe in him now. You're in one. Is that him? No, no, no it's Davy Jones. Davy Jones. Oh, I have not seen those in a long time. Oh, okay. you asshole! You fucking dipshit! <laughs> you completely. Why don't you just fucking hop on the B train and go home? Yeah, hop on oh, okay. any of the. Oh, yeah. no, I'm Z looking at him now. I and see. just get fucked. Get fucked, dude. <laughs> hop on the, the G train. Hop on the fucked. F train and get fucked. Dude, the, right. Oh no, the. Sorry, the the hard ass line from from that scene with Beans. She tells him to go to hell, and he just go immediately. He's like, "Where do you think I come from?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and then it's like you can see his eyes are just like I, it, he might even say like "look into my eyes" or something, but his eyes really do look like fire. Yeah, like they look yeah, like that red, yeah. yellow, orange. Yeah, they're so, and it's it's crazy because like. Maybe maybe not ra- rattlesnakes themselves, but like the idea of rattlesnakes is like. It is like a pretty scary thing. Like they're probably one of those things where it's like, oh, they're actually really nice if you don't step on them when you're walking on yeah. the trail or something like that. They're more afraid they're of really... you all than you are yeah. of them. Yeah. It's more just that they're like they're everywhere out there. That was like any time yeah. you go, you go like off of the road out. It's like keep an eye out for rattlesnakes. So like you you get like accustomed and like that's Ooh. what you're always looking for. <laughs> I feel like that and like scorpions, which I'm surprised there weren't any yeah, scorpions, scorpions in this movie. Cause I feel like, yeah. 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 Uh, I feel like that's, oh, no, sorry. Go ahead. I, th- that's maybe a little bit harder character. I'm just trying to picture how you would try to design that character. It seems a little scorpion. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I thought they did really well with everyone else. They could have figured something out. It would have just been probably. a little more. Uh, it probably wouldn't have been a main character, but you know, there's there was other four legged animals, yeah. like like Roadkill, <laughs> which was his name. <laughs> Did I, that was, was the first time when I was like, "Oh, this movie's dark." When it shows him like he he's like got the tire sized crater in in the side of him. Yeah. I was like, "Is he?" Is he like talking? Is he hallucinating this, or is like he dead? Yeah, he just says, I, "Pull my finger." <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that'll bring him back. To I was, I thought, yeah, I thought that um, it was gonna be a fart joke, and then I was gonna be like, uh. But then that it, the joke was literally just like, "Oh, pull my finger." Oh, that didn't work in piecing my body <laughs> back together. <laughs> That's funny. The, I'm the, still probably going to die. The other dude that <laughs> yeah. has a fucking arrow through his head. And then yeah. oh, oh, yeah. like, he's like, oh, you got something in your eye there. And then he just like pulls his other eye open and he's like, yeah, it's uh, what does he call What does he say it is? Conjunctivitis. It's genetic or something yeah. like that. Yeah. 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 That's what he says. So, I was yep. going to say earlier, I didn't pay attention to this because I didn't think about it until just now. But I know they make like the rattlesnake noise for rattlesnake Jake. But the fact that he doesn't have an actual rattlesnake tail, that he has like a, a Gatling gun. Do they yeah. make it sound more like metal sounding because it's like metal yeah. or like bullets clinking uh, yeah. together? It yeah, it sounds like imagine. a Gatling yeah. gun. Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. 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 Rattlesnake tail's more like like a rain stick or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, because it's, yeah. it's a different yeah. kind of sound. He, it's like when he he makes the noise when he like the guns like twist. He'll just like like right. Okay. Yeah. 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 It, again, it speaks to the character design. Like 
It's almost it almost seems like somebody came up with that character design and they're like, I got a bad guy for a animated movie. We just gotta like build a plot yes. around this guy. <laughs> I yeah. gotta write yeah. this movie around this cool dude that he I was, made. It's up. fucking brilliant. And and he doesn't show up until like the third act. An hour ten yeah, the third act. Like he's not in it at all. And then yeah, they're just like calling Rattlesnake Jake. To. He's yeah. like, oh, you yeah. killed that bird, so now Rattlesnake Jake will come back. Right. But yeah. again, that's that's another common thing. Like, uh, it makes me think of um, High Noon, the mm-hmm. with the movie with Gary Cooper and Grace Kelly, um, where like the whole movie is him basically like this dude just got out of jail that he put away, and he's coming to town at at noon to kill Gary Cooper. And the whole time, it's, like, this big build-up to, like, this dude. And, like, this, the main villain of that movie isn't in it until, like, the last scene, pretty much. And that's kind of... But it's a very, like, the the movie builds up to it so well. Um, and, like, the scenes with that character in High Noon are so... Good. Scene? Scene? Or scenes with that character are so good. And, like, that's how Rattlesnake Jake feels. It's, like, he's a very heavy, present character, even though mm-hmm. he's not in it for that much, really. So, not to, we've been talking a lot of positives. I'm going to talk about something negative here for a second. Okay. Um, it, it's kind of, like, fucked up. Like, they get all the water and shit. Uh-huh. But, like, that, if you think about it, like, that's the collapse of their, like, entire economy happening. Because their entire economy is water-based. And then all of a sudden... So they're going to be getting, like, you know... Th- that That's basically COVID, you know, like, relief funds or whatever. Like, the unemployment benefits and the... the uh, What did they call those? The... You know, whatever. The... you Everybody got a stimulus bonus thing. Yeah. I forget what oh, the okay. actual official name is for, but... They basically got COVID relief funds, and now their whole entire system is inf- inflated. So, like, yeah, they just have literally like, like money what, shooting out of the ground. Like, they just have geysers. Right. So everything is worthless now, but everything is everyone's rich. Also, I yeah. mean, I mean, this is where like I guess it being a kids movie kind of comes into play. And I mean, also even if it wasn't, a lot of movies have kind of fairy tale endings where it's just like you know. They beat the bad guy. They solved their issue. <laughs> let's not worry about let's not go into the economical like fallout of all everyone's of socioeconomic status is just I don't know what I disagree. If if you're gonna have adult themes in it, you gotta be consistent. <laughs> Commit and to you it. You gotta you gotta like you gotta this this movie should have been three hours long and the last half hour should have been them like fixing their economy and like, structuring it on something else. I mean, it sort of like literally and figuratively destroyed the town because the water gushed out of all yeah. of the yeah. buildings and destroyed right. yeah. everything. Yeah. So that was one. Th- I did want like a shot of Rango being like, oh, shit. Like, I thought that would have been that would have fit his character. Like, oh, I didn't know it was going to destroy Explode everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're going to have to move to that town that the mayor is building anyways. Mayor so is, is, uh, is that, is was, dirt? Those is were that what it's called? Dirt, dirt is the town. Yeah. Yeah. So is that supposed to be like a, an allegory now for like Soviet Russia? It's just like this is what happens when the playing field is entirely leveled and like your economy, everyone is like. I I just I, thought I'm, it was because it was 
It was the desert. And no, it was I'm, dirt. I'm following and Travis's. I'm, tra- oh. I'm following Travis's logic here. <laughs> okay, where it's, it's yeah. like now that there's like the the value of currency is like nothing. Everyone is like on the on a level playing field. <laughs> Hyperinflation. Yeah. No, I actually, and I was going to not reference this, but it's hard not to. All I could picture was like Trumpism the entire movie, and I feel like I'm the one that always brings this up. But like, it's a bunch of dumb fucking hicks. And then this colorful, quote unquote, celebrity comes, tr- like, dancing Fesbian. into town. Yeah, this like fucking neoliberal Rango. Right. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, I did this, and I did this, and I did that." And they're like, "Uh huh, you sure did. You sure oh. you did. You don't have to prove anything. You sure did. <laughs> oh, you're gonna make this us global all rich. homo suburban lib brunch eating Rango stock rocking." This, my name's Wait. my name's Don Nazi, and I'm here to be sheriff. <laughs> All y'all gonna listen to me, or else. <laughs> Speaking I like of that, this one, of, one of, of the sh- a lot. one of the sheriffs, the dead sheriffs. Um, oh, I took note of some of these too. What, what was the one that? Were there I some was, uh, Easter eggs of who the dead sheriffs were? No, not who they were, but just oh, like what they said. One of them said, "Hold my beer and watch," because it said like Thursday through <laughs> Sheriff. Thursday I, I noticed that one, yeah. one of them that was, was "Hold my one. beer and watch this." I thought that one was really good. <laughs> the, there was another one that just said, "Oops," and then yeah. there was another one that said, "He's dead, Jim," which is from oh, Star yeah. Trek. Yeah, That's right. oh nice. The one that said Thursday through Saturday made me think that it's like they have. Extremely short lifespan, so everything in this movie yeah. took place in a course of like ten minutes in real time. Well, no, it's that. Well, it, no, I know <laughs> yeah. it was it's like just, it was when he became sheriff to when he like died. But I'm, I was just yeah. Thinking, oh, like, well, you're saying from when okay. he was born to when it's, he died. Gotcha. Yeah. So like <laughs> the sheriff who was Thursday through Friday, that was actually like a full life. That was yeah. an entire yeah. lifespan. Yeah. Yeah. It's all he a matter of perspective. Lives. Yeah. Um. I thought another pirates reference, which again, this I mean, it, I, I wouldn't like think of these so much. No, uh, the um, but you know, it is the same director after all. Uh, but no, when he gets like carried to the spirit of the West's place by like the pill bugs or whatever, just like when Jack Sparrow was oh, in Davy Jones' locker in At World's End, and he's like being carried along by all the crabs and it's like a white vast desert yeah and that's like it's like it's really similar visually to that same when when uh jack sparrow is in like purgatory (laughs) in that like island desert thing it could be yeah that's what i mean yeah the same yeah oh shit is that this oh yeah it is yeah that's Um, the davy jones locker is like purgatory okay i haven't seen seen these movies in a in a while it sounds (laughs) absolutely crazy i know if you've only if somebody has only ever seen the first pirates like there's some like fan you know there's the zombie pirates obviously but like you talk about the stuff in the sequels and you're like what the fuck are you talking about like it's it gets so crazy but then in Um, in, like uh, while you're watching it it's like oh yeah this makes sense yeah yeah yep yeah yeah it just like slowly like amplifies the craziness till mm-hmm. you're like numb to like how crazy it actually is <laughs> i would say it jumps pretty pretty high as like the first time you see the flying dutchman and the crew you're like okay now there's like tentacle faced bad guys <laughs> <Right>. and- <laughs> 
um, with very weird accents. It's 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 kind of like the Matrix and its subsequent trilogies, where each one makes the previous one look more grounded in reality yeah. than the other. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the speaking, yeah, visually, there's there's a scene where I think he's talking to the mayor Rango, and he's it's like a big like open desert, flat ass desert with like this little boat like shell of a boat sticking out and he's like this used mm-hmm. to be a le- like full of water and stuff like that and i was like this is a, a rip off of holes and rango is a i also thought of yellow holes. spotted lizard like yeller i think i said yeller yellow spotted lizard yeller. and like i was just like looking on the horizon i was just hoping i would see like a holes reference of just like a guy shoveling or something <laughs> <laughs> i i thought exactly yeah the mary lou the mary yellow bo- boat yeah. mary yellow yeah. He ripped off yeah. a lot of movies in this movie. Yeah. Or reference, I mean. I didn't Any of the Pirates reference. ones are fine, I guess since he made I it. I didn't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I looked up him uh, what else he directed. I I didn't know he directed Pirates when I started watching this today. And then what also blew my mind is that he directed Mouse Hunt and The Ring. Mhm. Which is yeah. fucking Mouse wild. Hunt? Yeah. Yeah, with Nathan oh, Lane. With the, oh my yeah. god. Yeah. That yeah. was his directorial debut. I watched that movie. Oh, I didn't know that was his debut. I watched that movie so much as a kid. I used to love that movie. Throw that yeah. in the cup. It's a good movie. The Strangies. Kalia said she watched it recently, and, and it's, like, terrible. <laughs> like, it doesn't hold up. Oh, so, no. I watched it, still, like, maybe still put two it in years the cup, ago, though. and it's, I, I think would, it's all right. I would be interested in watching it either way. There There's was a guy who's in basically that and there's something about mary and then nathan lane yeah yeah i know I the other right. the, the other brother or whatever yeah you know what kalia i respectfully disagree i think <laughs> mouse hunt holds up oh perfect she's right here travis says he respectfully disagrees he thinks mouse hunt holds up she just said okay. <laughs> Did you hear that? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. okay, go fuck it. I don't care. <laughs> I mean, that's res- that's like also respectful, but it's also like you can tell there's layers under that where he's like, she's like, no, you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> I don't know. I can that with a response. <laughs> but respectfully, okay. So <laughs> I, uh, I thought the music was pretty good. Oh, I think hey, the soundtrack yeah. was pretty good. Yeah. That's um is something I wanted to talk one about. One of my yeah. favorite Marty Robbins songs was in this Clearwater. But it was covered by it's the Hank Williams version. Okay. Which is much slower and sadder and I guess more fitting for the scene. Because the original Marty Robbins song mm-hmm. Cool Water is a little it's a little more up tempo. But this yeah. like the I noticed it almost immediately because that was when they all like got like they stood in the thing and like did their water dance or whatever yeah but uh i like that song too it's a really good song um that's in uh buster scruggs too that version or the no uh no it's actually like they uh what's his name tim tim blake nelson sings oh sings nice it, okay like, in character gotcha yeah. uh, um very thematically can... perfect for that scene it, yeah yeah you you can cut this potentially. I don't know where this is gonna go, but <laughs> okay. Um, Here we there's, go. There's a hasn't a stopped thing. us before. <laughs> <laughs> there's a thing in this. Uh, it's a, a phrase that Rango uses that I used to use, and I stopped using it a couple years ago because I was like, it seems racist or insensitive okay. at the very least. 
He says he says wait a cotton picking minute, and I feel like saying I used to say uh, cotton picking, like, and and I feel like that it's just like a I don't know it seems like weird to say if if we're gonna if this potentially is gonna be cut I didn't want to bring I, I didn't want to <laughs> bring this up because I don't want to shit on the movie too much but and be too like twenty twenty two woke but there's a lot of like kind of racially edgy, edgy shit in this with it's like. When he's talking yeah. to the to the well, even when he there's a there's a line when he says what that what's that darn Indian doing over there, or something like that, and then yeah. um then like whenever he talks <laughs> to the Native American character, he's like, do you need to consult right. with a buffalo or, or or touch the ground or anything right. like that? Right, no, the one okay, they didn't I do get... brown face like they did in the TV yeah. show, but <laughs> I, they in, they I, did like stereotype it like pretty pretty hard. Yeah. I was like, at least, at least they had an an act like a Native American actor play the play the Native American character stereotype. I mean, it's a crow; it's not a Native American, but we know what it's supposed to be. Um, and they had like you know Hispanic actors playing the Hispanic stereotypes or, or not stere- archetypes or whatever. They're yeah. characters, whatever. I mean, it's the um, Western tropes in general. Yeah. It's unavoidable with those types of movies. Yeah. And, and yeah, and I, you know. I guess my yes, read was... I'm aware of it. But. I feel like the Native American character was more like, um, I guess more similar to like, like the, the guy from Parks and Rec that kind of like <laughs> feeds into it and yeah. is just like, he's like, yeah. if there's one thing I know about white people, like they, something and then like they hate curses. And I, I feel like the, the Native American character was played straight and like the jokes were meant to show that like the people i think it was obvious that the joke wasn't like making fun of native americans but it was just like look at these like dumb white people who don't understand and are like oh this is what i've heard because all i know is like dumb stereotypes yeah that's that seemed to be that's kind of that was like my read ish on it Uh, yeah and i it's it's definitely um it's definitely a thing I just went on Ash Jeeves. I just asked Jeeves is is saying cotton picking racist. <laughs> okay. And uh, three years. And it turns ago, out Ask Jeeves is gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's just called Ask now. Back to the music, real quick. Um, the uh, no. Okay. Come on, Don Nazi. Let's stick with the. <laughs> let's stick with the race. No, back to the music. The mariachi band is like my my favorite, one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah, it's yeah. Just like when they come in and they narrate, and also yeah, the music they play is fucking awesome too. All, all day I've been in my head and going Rango. <laughs> <laughs> no, see that's the part that I don't like because that's oh you don't like the mariachi. I don't like the mariachi band maybe because that's oh. the part that like like I said last week. Um, yeah, that was last week, right? Yeah. Uh, I, when I worked at Barnes and Noble, I'm pretty sure oh, it was like, you know, that's like the, what you heard the most. Right. It was the thing that stood out the most. Gotcha. Um, and it's funny because I'm pretty sure that there was the Woodland Mall uh, celebration uh, theater uh-huh. that played like old movies. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure I went and saw Rango. And then like within a week, it was like the movie that was being played in the movie <laughs> oh, and music fuck. department, which was, like, my department. So I was, like, locked into nice. that small little area. <laughs> it, it's not like it was just playing just, in, like, a corner of the store and I would walk by and it would be playing. It was, like, 
it was like the thing in my area. So it was like constantly being like. <laughs> so yeah, I heard it's on repeat. Travis is just yeah. in the bathroom curled in a ball crying. Ringo. Yeah. It's like the only <laughs> place. Yeah. Only place I could, I could find some like solace and privacy. But then as soon it's as somebody a, would open I the door to take a solace piss, in the Barnes and Noble it. bathroom. Every time I'm in a Barnes and Noble, I never find solace in the bathroom. That's actually that's <laughs> true. One time I was taking a shit and it's, every I time I go to stall, Barnes and Noble, man, every time well, that's the, the there thing. was a dude who like he did we were talking about the curtain peak thing earlier. He did that through the like stall door and I, I like looked up at him and we just like made eye contact. And I was like, <laughs> bro. If and it was not, the Barnes and Noble CEO, and he was like, <laughs> ran no, out of the room. I was like, dude, if you're still in this fucking bathroom when I get out of here, we're fighting. We're f- I don't care if I lose my job. <laughs> Nobody's allowed to make eye contact with me while I'm shitting and live. Yeah. Like, <laughs> let me wash my hands first, but after that, we're fighting. <laughs> then I'm going to wash my hands on your face. Yeah, the the um, Your blood. You, you know that's a, I guess that's a thing. That's like a they, they have like a ter- they have a name for it because I guess it's a common thing for when people go to bookstores specifically, they immediately have to go shit. <laughs> that's like a yeah, common thing. It happens. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, especially because there's a Starbucks in the one that I worked at. <laughs> Most of them actually. So it's like it's the oh, smell yeah. of don't books and coffee and coffee. Yeah, it's like if. Yeah, they they if you don't shit just by going in there, they're like, go have some coffee, and then we'll see what's going on. <laughs> and what's the perfect thing to do when you're taking a shit? Read. I don't. And it's kind of yeah, like I take, you break I, I take it, you buy it. Unpurchased merchandise into the bathroom so I can. What if? Uh, excuse me for trying to talk about the movie again. Um, <laughs> I like the movie. I don't have a ton to say. The visuals no, were great. The music yeah, was it's, great. It's wrap up time anyway, so. I I was no, I was just going to say uh would you have liked that aspect of the movie better, Travis, if Which the mariachi the, like the mariachi, like the whole like the oh, narration, okay. all that if instead of those guys it was dragon sound? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, dude. I'm and very picky Mar- about Mark my exposition. Was, as long Mark as they weren't the like just, as long as they weren't just like sit, like talking like the dudes from uh, There's Something About Mary. Because like Mark from Miami that's, Connection. That's what it felt like. It was very There's Something About Mary. But instead of talking, if it was if it was like, oh, but when is he going to die? Oh, he's gonna die very soon. If it, it, instead of that, it was the actual like music video interludes that they do in Miami Connection. <laughs> yeah. I fuck with that hard. Where they're not Big even time. fucking playing guitar, they're just holding it. Right. I'm <laughs> like I'm a big I'm a big advocate for like 90 minute movies. Like, I don't know why you sound angry about that, Dig. I'm fucking pissed about that, dude. I'm so mad I missed that fucking podcast, dude. I would shit all over those fucking oh, music. I hated that shit. So there were three guitarists. <laughs> None of them were actually fu- besides like the there was four of them. No, I'm this is the wrong movie. Well, Sorry. There's a bass guitar. One of them was a bass. Pencil neck a lot guy. Of, a lot of a lot of live bands have you have a rhythm and then you have your lead guitarist. So, yeah, Foo Fighters actually have three guitarists. So yeah, well, Foo Fighters guitarist, should go by Dragon so Sound. Maybe you and should with go that, by Dragon. <laughs> the sound of Dragon D's nuts on your foot. Yeah, hell yeah. Oh, <laughs> second second time with that. Yeah. Let's wrap up this movie that we let's watched. Miami up. Connection. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
I did score first last time, so someone else do it. I feel like I've done it first like the last couple times. Okay. Um, <laughs> I've seen this movie like one billion times on a repetitive thing. I was not necessarily <laughs> looking forward to it because of that fact. Um, but it has been 10 years probably because as soon as I left or that, I, I don't know if I left Barnes and Noble or if the movie left Barnes and Noble first. <laughs> I don't, I'm not sure. Um, but <laughs> that's how I have you measure s- time. Right. <laughs> I haven't seen it since then. I know that it was kind of like a, I don't know, like a bad nostalgia thing. Like a trauma thing. Like, I need a content warning before you drew out of the cup last week. Um, but yeah, actually, re- re-watching it, I'm like, yeah, no. I remember why I like this movie. Because like I said, I saw it in the theater, and I was like, yeah, this movie's good. And then it was like, they were like, oh, Rango's the movie for this, whatever, this quarter. And I was like, fucking sweet. That movie's great. I can't wait. And then after two and a half months of it, I was like, uh... But yeah, uh, I enjoyed it. It's funny. Animation's good. It's maybe a little bit long. I feel like it takes a little too long to get to the third act, um, which is like the good part, kind of. I've, it I I feel be like, like ten minutes, a little, eh, yeah, be a little I, shorter maybe. I've seen the first like hour of this. It seems like the most clearly because it's like we'd open the store. It'd be nine o'clock. I don't. We'd open the store and I'd push play, and nobody would come into the store for the first hour that we were open. So I was like, that was the time that I I saw the most of. Just an endless Um, loop, right? And then yeah, we'd get a rush for the last like last half of the movie, and then because your customers would come in to watch Rattlesnake Jake, (laughs) right? Right. (laughs) They they know when that third act's about to hit. It's ten fifteen. We have to go to Barnes and Noble. We're gonna miss the third act. (laughs) <laughs> they're they're at Panda Express Jake. in the food court, and they're like, "Damn, it's about time!" Yeah, yeah, it's about time for Rattlesnake Jake. Let's pop on over, <laughs> take a shit, and <laughs> Rattlesnake Jake. <laughs> um, so you yeah. Rattlesnake Jake in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> I hiss while I take a shit. <laughs> My butthole sounds hurts. like a Gatling gun whenever I shit. Dude, that's, that's why the guy. That's why the guy was peeking in on you. He heard a Gatling yeah. gun and he's like, yeah. "Is this guy okay?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just shit um, out a baby rattle. Uh, <laughs> baby rattle. Nice. Uh, I think I'm gonna say eight. I laughed pretty eight. hard. At, oh, at a few things. Any, anything that can make me laugh as hard as the belly button line did, like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think it's an eight, I think. Uh, nice. Okay, I'll, I'll hop on after that. Because uh, I think... Because mm, I think when this movie originally came out, I, I think I just thought it was another... I don't know what else was coming out at the time. Like that two, I feel like there was like a lot Shrek of three. animated movies around like 2011, like like the minions despicable me whatever like all those other movies i think i just sort of in my brain lumped this one in with all of those other ones i was like yeah it's a it's a lizard cartoon animated movie for babies like whatever i don't care so like i i never watched this. this is my first time seeing this movie ever and yeah i was very surprised how early on i i realized that this was uh like you said like we said earlier like an adult movie with jokes for kids sprinkled in so you could probably label it as a kid's movie but really it's kind of not um i didn't necessarily like laugh out loud it was more like like huh 
like whenever there was like a clever thing or a, a, like a, a clever joke, it was more of like a oh okay that's pretty that's pretty clever. Uh, I, I think a lot of the animation it was like absolutely gorgeous, like the detail on his eyes and like the like mm-hmm. the the chameleon skin and like the different fur and like all that kind of shit. I feel like it was very striking how pretty it was for a movie from 2011 with like how far animation has come since then. This holds up really really well. Yeah, I guess anything, and it's it's in my dumb brain was just like I wanted I wanted more of a connection with the voice actors. I couldn't tell who <laughs> anyone was. Uh, so I'm uh, it was a seven. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Didn't make me laugh out loud a lot, but it was very clever. And it's it's up in that I guess upper echelon of like animated movies that are timeless, and it's mostly because they're more adult than children's movies. <laughs> but it also seems like it's one of those that are, are timeless, but it's also like a little bit under the radar. It's not like one that pops yeah. to mind like right away. Plus, it's a it's a it's like a deep. It's cut. a Nickelodeon movie. It's not right. Disney. You know, I, that yeah. could have been why. Because it just like compared to Disney, those are like just not focused on as much. But interestingly, uh, this did win. It was like in like the past like fifteen years or whatever. It's like one of three non Disney Pixar movies to win the Academy Award for animated. Oh, nice feature. Yeah, I will say cool. it's better than Mouse Hunt. Mouse Hunt holds <laughs> okay. up. But that, I'm not saying that Mouse Hunt is like an elite movie or anything. You know, it's like a six. It's just that it doesn't yeah. ruin it. Is what I meant. When I yeah, said it yeah. <laughs> yeah. So make sure you tell Kalia that I wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. pass, pass the message on. Yeah, yeah. I'll go next. Me, sure. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I, I love this movie. I think we saw it in theaters when it came out as like a, you know, just a date night. Let's go see a movie. What's playing? It's oh, it's Rango. And you and TJ. Me and you, yeah. Yeah, we had full intentions of just making out the whole movie, but then we actually enjoyed it. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, like I, I wasn't expecting much when I first saw it, like back when it came out, and then I was like laughing out loud in the theater, and then every time I've watched it since then, I like I'll randomly put it on. I feel like every few years, and it still makes me laugh out loud each time. Like I know the jokes are coming, and I still laugh out loud. And there's even some stuff that like I didn't pick up on before that makes me laugh now because I, I don't know, just looking at it more. And like TJ said before, like the performances were fucking awesome. Like the, even the smallest stuff when like uh bad Billy first comes into that bar that Rango is just, that Rango's in and Rango like eats his cigarette and then burps and it's just fire on his face. And then he's like slapping him with the rag and like the little <laughs> yeah, sounds. Yeah, that part made me laugh. The little sounds like Rango's making when he's like, oh, whoops, uh, oh, here we go. And like just doing that. Like, little stuff like that makes me laugh. And, like, we've all said, the animation is is absolutely incredible. Cinematography is great. Um, Yeah, I love this movie, and I think I always will. Uh, I'm going to give this a 10. Nice. It's funny because the rag-slapping fire-putting-out scene, that is, like, when I was saying earlier that it feels like an adult movie with kid things in it, like... That is the part that I was picturing in my head that was like a kid. Like, oh, whoop. Like, yeah. Like, no, no. It's, it's just funny going with, that like, you... The burp is, but I also, like, the slapping I thought was funny. It's just, like, the sound effect. Yeah, that's obviously, like, my kid brain loves that. Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently there was some controversy in the, about this movie for, like, the depiction of smoking. 
Like apparently there was like a thing oh, because I didn't even consider that. Yeah. I, like I think if you put movie. smoking in movies now, I don't know if it's like an automatic like you have to rate it R or or whatever. PG thirteen like, at least. Or yeah, something. there's, yeah. there's some guys. sort of like law now where you, or yeah. you have to put it in the description like rated PG for smoking and whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if it's yeah. vaping, it's G though. <laughs> uh, uh, going into this, I was um. I, I think like I I I ended up, I'm ending up going higher than I was expecting as much as I do like this movie or I knew I liked this but um again doing this show and like really looking at these movies more analytically than I ever have before it really made me appreciate especially that final that final act which again I think is just fucking perfect um the dialogue throughout is really clever they're, like it's just it's really smartly written there's so many like back and forth rapid fire uh lines that like i said like all the like double meanings and stuff that like um i feel like i caught jokes for the first time on this watching that i haven't caught before which uh, is always cool to have um so uh everything you guys said and i guess i said too like the performances are great, especially Rango and Rattlesnake Jake. Um, I and with that final act being so strong, I th- I'm gonna go with a nine for me. Um, nice. Yeah. You guys ever think about the fact that Gore's name is actually just like a violent? Act. It's like being named Stab Verbinski. <laughs> yeah, I thought his name was gonna be pronounced like, like Jorge or something. Oh God, gore. <laughs> gore. Anything like, but Gore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like yeah. John St- There's so many he things. That, yeah, me. <laughs> gore is like yeah, like being stabbed by like a bullhorn, but it's also like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a gory movie. Yeah, who? Like, yeah, who named? Yeah, is I was like, I, what I, comes oh, out? Damn it, that's that's where I was gonna go next. I was gonna be like, have you guys seen The Ring? Is that is that a gory uh, movie? Yeah. That, like, maybe that's the G train. <laughs> maybe the G train is gore. Gore train. <laughs> oh, why did they name him Gore? Like, what the fuck was the? I'd like to meet his parents. Oh, maybe his Gors- maybe his Gorsen. dad has like a really long dick. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Pull from the cup, TJ. I mean, I mean, I could ruin it, and so like that's not his actual name. I'll just say that it's not. It's like a stage like, name. Mom is like, you gored me. His his name's Gregor. So he goes by Gore. Well, okay, yeah. If Maybe, I guess he has the big dick. If he's gonna change his first name, you should change the, that last name too. That's not a very good stage last name. I think it's a good last name. Uh, not as good as Nazi. It works with the name. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll, I'll speed run. Gore. I'm gonna speed run our post chat because um, it's nothing that can really be. It's not really like conversation starter, but relevant to the movie, I guess, because it's got Bill Nighy in it. Uh, there's a there's an Ikiru remake uh, that's coming out really no. soon with with bill nighy as the main character no yeah i'm like no i'm curious but not like uh optimistically so i guess but Why yeah the- it's called <laughs> living which is would just be the english translation for ikiro pretty much uh, hey to live no. or whatever 
So Gore Verbinski's dad's name is Victor. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, my joke was that he has a really long penis. So his uh-huh. mom was like, oh, Victor, you gored me. <laughs> uh-huh. So it's I like, got that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I'm looking at IMDb, and his dad is of Polish descent. So it's like a Pole. Get it? Okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are I'm you, just... are you, did you, you said you were under the influence when you watched Rank. Did you just watch the movie? Are you still under the influence? <laughs> no, but I did, I did drink the rest of this hot stuff. You, oh, that's you true. sure did. That's true. Um, uh, I'm just, I'm then, crying at that. Just the gore. Sorry. And Moving then the on. other thing you say, that's I have a pretty, child's as brain much... for laughing at stupid shit. <laughs> the other thing that's like as much of a bad. conversation as that one was uh just I just thought of this cuz somebody mentioned Foo Fighters. Did you see that there's like a a Foo Fighters movie coming out that's no. like yeah, it looks also, no. so ridiculous, but it's like they go to they're recording like their 10th album and it stars like all the guys and oh like Dave uh Jesus, Dave, I can't, Grohl. Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl, um, gets like possessed by this demon or something, and he st- starts like killing the other members of Foo Fighters or something like I that. I think I've heard oh of it. Isn't it's it like a Tenacious D spinoff? The Studio, studio Six. That's six, what six. I thought of. Kind of. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Isn't no, the studio like haunted um, or some shit that they record at? Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the idea. The, um, real, real, real quick. Another thing that they're like remaking, or yeah. Not re- really remaking, but um, Tim Allen has teamed up with Disney Plus to make a Santa Claus limited TV series. I oh, did see that. Fuck. Yeah, Santa's really back. Santa's back. Yeah. <laughs> the, oh, oh, one more thing. Did you see the Lord of the Rings TV show? I've I've heard about it. I know a million it's times. I know it's happening. Yeah. I didn't know that was happening, and I haven't watched the trailer yet. But I just heard about it yesterday. And did you guys finish? Did you finish them? You and Molly? No. Uh, no, we made the through the first one, but um. oh man, you really <laughs> just got to go right into that second one because the first one is kind of you know it's know. it's good, but you're kind of like I know. Eh. But the, the second one, you're like fuck. Yeah, I'm really excited I gotta watch to the get third to one immediately. I wanted to do uh, the extended version so bad, but I couldn't put her through that for the like first time no. watching. <laughs> yeah. Like no. fucking like four and a half hours worth of content. <laughs> right, especially when you're not super invested in everything. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm reading the synopsis of what the Santa Claus limited series is going to be like, and it's like he's 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 celebrating his 65th birthday, and he realizes that he can't be Santa forever. So it's like I'm just picturing two different ways this show could go down, where it's just like someone tries to kill him, like the assassination of Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> or he's just like, well, he's just like trying to kill himself, so, so, so he doesn't have to do it anymore. He's still a shitty dad too. Yeah. Uh, Either way, it's gonna uh, be an existential crisis. That whole it's gonna be too serious for a Santa Claus show. Oh, he but just, it's but it, but the the producer who created that Last Man Standing show that Tim oh, Allen yeah. was, he's the what? executive producer oh. and showrunner on this. Oh Jesus! So oh, it's like, no. oh fuck! Santa That's... Claus is a blogger and he's telling the liberals what it's actually like to be Santa Claus. Yeah. That's that's gonna ruin the Santa Claus franchise. They just like. No, no, no! This is what they, 
this is what they do. Because didn't, didn't Last Man Standing get canceled? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> this is what happens, is someone else takes over the role of Santa Claus. So he just goes back to being a normal dude, and he just segues that into making more episodes of Last Man Standing. Like the first episode is a Santa Claus thing, and then Santa Claus, he passes the torch, and then he's like, okay, well, what am I going to do now? And then he just keeps doing Last Man Standing for like the rest of the series. That's kind of fucked that like Disney Plus picked them up because they got canceled for like political reasons, I'm pretty sure. It's weird that Disney would take the chance to pick up Tim Allen and that guy as like executive producer. But he's buzz. <laughs> buzz. He's buzz. Why why didn't they make Jungle 3 Jungle? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like that. They should they should bring back home improvement. <laughs> yeah, and okay. all three I'm surprised there hasn't been a reboot home. of that. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like a full fuller house and and fucking how I met your father. Yeah, that's the other Ugh, one. I was trying to think barf. of yeah, barf with fucking yeah. Hillary Duff. and Sex in the City, bringing it back and Sex in the City and yeah, there we go, we did it. And Community Three, Community Three, Community. I, I was trying to make a community joke, like they brought it back, but they didn't. Oh. They will once Chevy Chase dies. Yeah, <laughs> I mean he's already dead in the show. Yeah, but IRL. Anyways. Which, with how this year is going, it's probably going to come steam soon. so fast. <laughs> let's pull for. Let's. I don't know what's going it. on this episode. <laughs> we're li- yeah. Uh, we are watching. It's a, it's a late night episode. That's why this is. The, yeah, this maybe, is duds. Yeah, this is duds after freaky. dark. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're kind of building into doing Jackbox too. So like, we're already we already got the uh, the raunchy filters are, <laughs> yeah. are off. Well, I already tore you guys. I already tore up the thing, so we're not doing an episode next week. Oh <laughs> shit! Uh, no, finally. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> we are watching the 1984 Paris, Texas, directed <gasps> by Fuck. directed mm. by Vim Vendors. I think is how you nice. pronounce his name. Um. So since you missed uh, Harry Dean Stanton and. Rango, you get to see him in uh, Paris, Texas. Oh, next week. I'm so excited! I I picked that up on the Criterion sale because I knew it was Harry oh, Dean nice. Stanton. Like that's like one of his only leading movies, and like I've heard it's yeah. very, very good. And uh, it's Dean not Stockwell, uplifting. who also passed. Oh yeah, but yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Dean Stockwell, I love Dean nice. Stockwell. Oh, you like Dean Stockwell? Nice. Yeah, Quantum Leap. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, I didn't know you watched that show. Yeah, I that's one Quantum, of Kalia's Quantum Leap. Hell favorite yeah. shows. Quantum Leap and, uh, fucking slaps. And uh, Blue Velvet. <laughs> um, he's, got a, he's got a one of the best parts in Blue Velvet, that's too. Have you right. guys Have you guys seen the... the it's funny that... It's, a, um, it's on HBO for the audience, by the way. It's funny that, that, uh, that it's, Quantum Leap is one of Kalia's favorite shows because Scott Bakula reminds me of her dad, like, a lot. I know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I say that to her, like... I, I have said that to her a lot, especially when he's in when he's older, Scott Bakula. Like right, I showed her that Scott episode of It's Always Sunny. Sunny that he's in. Yeah, fuck yeah, and that is so good. <laughs> it is so good, and he starts singing, and it's yeah. like I love that episode so much because it's it's like it's like two of my favorite shows, Quantum Leap and Always Sunny, like <laughs> Collision Course. So good. Yeah, yeah, I really like him in that episode too. Um, Ziggy! Yeah, I just... Did that not come through? I just did that. Did you? 
Yeah, it yeah. Maybe it peaked out. I didn't hear it. It might well, have. It'll, it'll be I in both. This... It'll be in the pod. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. It'll. Uh, I I have the same pitch and resonance as my recorder when I sing. So <laughs> oh, it's, okay. it's, it's the... filtered it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we are on uh, socials. We are on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Leave us a rating on all those. We got the Facebooks. We've got the Twitters, the Instagrams. We got the TikTok. I'm trying to populate it with stuff, but it's it's hard. I'm just taking the the voice to text clips right now. But I want to start including video from some of these episodes for added effect. But we got TikTok. We got all the things. So follow us and rate us and review us and share us. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> if you don't want to be spoiled for Paris, Texas. Uh, make sure to watch it before the next episode. Again, it's at least last I checked, it's uh, on HBO. Um, and with with uh, without any further ado, I am the much anticipated hero returning to rescue his emotionally unstable maiden, <laughs> TJ, aka J Spot Jack Cheese. Emotionally unstable. Uh, I am your literally trickling down economics oh uh, shit reagan rango <laughs> aka nick aka dr funk on twitch and with me as always uh as always i am your lorette and mcgovern who has just been gored for binskied by victor <laughs> travis aka the super <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna ride that one into the sunset <laughs> <Hell yeah. laughs> and uh with gore Verbinski as always i am uh uh i am your gatling gunned butthole deegs <laughs> <laughs> baby rattle <laughs> awesome. <laughs> all right bye bye <laughs> Why isn't Scott Bakula in this?